This is UNFD. This is UNFD. This is UNFD. The podcast. The podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, man? It's Millie from an Our House. I'm in here chilling with my dude Nico, the guitarist and also singer of Our House. I'm gonna go ahead and let him explain to you, you know, about the new album we just dropped, Go To Guru. And I'm also gonna let him tell y'all just a little bit about Our House since he's the one who really started this and brought me in on the vision. Basically, it all started. I was uh, I was working offshore and I really had this epiphany that like this might be the last time that I get an opportunity to really do music, you know what I'm saying? So I had I, it took a while to find Millie, bro, because I couldn't find who he was. Like I couldn't find his Instagram, his Facebook, and nothing. And we used to play music way back in the day. I swear, as kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like since 2010, we had we had started a little band back then. That, that's really how we got to know each other. And uh, so yeah, I hit him up. We uh, we kind of got things rolling. We did two singles. In New Orleans with Zach Kill, mm-hmm. the Covenant Butterfly Effect, which you probably can't even find on YouTube. No, nah, yeah, yeah, we but, did that uh, just to get the metalcore fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we kind of wanted to shift directions. We was like, you know, bro, we gotta we gotta do something different, different than what's out there, mm-hmm. and and bring a part of our our culture to to what we do. I swear. And then uh, I had hit Millie up. I was like, hey, bro, you uh you want rap? <laughs> you you feel like rapping on the tracks, bro? <laughs> And uh, he's like, hell yeah, I mean, if you down, bro. And that's kind of really how we form with yeah. Our House. Because Rico was literally yeah. the song. Yeah, Rico was the <laughs> song that like, changed everything. It was like a huge shift in music. I swear to God, that's what everybody started paying attention. Yeah. We just dropped a new album a few weeks back called Go To Guru. And really, the whole tape, I feel, bro, is just like rap metal but not rap metal, I guess, because I feel like we so much bigger than rap metal. I feel right. like we really have crafted like a new sound that just takes a lot of influence from rap and everything else. Because we really, I feel like we don't just make rap metal. We got some songs on this tape that's like super soft. Yeah. Not even close to metal. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, constricting instincts. the anim- in instincts. Like some of those songs aren't even close to metal. And like we're just a very genre diverse band and we don't yeah. really have like any type of barriers or sure. like blockers. We definitely found a blueprint that works for us. Swear. Swear. Lock- yeah. Can't copy this. That's for sure. Sh- yeah. That's for sure. Oh, people cannot copy what we do. And a lot of people just... I feel like they tunnel vision so much with it. Like, they like, man, we got to be rap metal. Like, I got to be a certain type really? of way. And they, they just try too hard with it. I swear. And you can tell. And it sounds good, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, it's like super, I don't know, mainstream sounding. Oh, no, I don't know if that's, you, a, that's you, a word to you use. Can t- oh, yeah. Like, gimmicky. You yeah, know, you yeah. can just tell, like, oh, I heard this in a song somewhere. So I'm going to kind of say something loosely yeah. like that. <laughs> There's just no real, uh, like, with rap, I feel like to really. To really do it, you have to, you gotta have like true emotion in that shit. You gotta really actually have life tales. Uh, otherwise, I'm like, it's just fictional stories that, right, right. that just feel fabricated. Yeah, everything we speak about and do is just, it's really what we lived already. Yeah, you know, really seen it. And half the shit's not even cool. It sounds cool, but the shit's not yeah, cool. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? That's what makes the project fun. Yeah, you, know, you get yeah, to be yeah. yourself. Yeah, for real. Really deep dive, rediscover. Yeah. I feel like this album was a lot of self discovery, even into like our personal lives. I feel like after we got done in the studio, just 
a whole lot of stuff started happening. And oh, yeah. uh Yeah, it's like it's super special. Like having having a full album on your belt now. No, it is. It is, bro. It's cool. We uh we had that little EP, but to be doing this, I feel like we had way more freedom yeah, with no, uh sure. expression. Oh sure. yeah, definitely, definitely. We leveled up pretty quick, bro. No, we did. That was nice. And uh a lot of people don't know this, so we're going to go ahead and get this out because we do get this question a lot. People think that it's it's just like a rapper. It's not. We are five piece. We, yeah, we yeah, are no. a full band. We are a five <laughs> Two guitars, bassists, and a drummer. We are a legit full band. We got band. leads. We got riffs. Yeah, yeah we, got we got riffs. Got <laughs> <laughs> so just in case for the people who don't know, it's not higher on members or anything. This is a full yeah. band. We got uh, Maddie's our guitars. Me and him swap out between leads a lot. As, uh, we really share writing so much. And me and him grew up together back in the day uh, since 2010. And uh, we really got a lot of chemistry. That's why we work out with writing riffs together. And uh, we got Chase. He's our, he's our bassist. And, uh, you know, he, he's learning a lot, bro. He, he, he dropped out of the metalcore scene. Mm-hmm. And he dropped guitar to pick up bass to come play bass for us. Yeah. So that was... Uh, that was pretty incredible. Then. Playing Dude. some complicated yeah, riffs. Yeah. I wouldn't even say complicated. It's just more like the groove, you know. He, mm-hmm. He's got to have the style of hands like me and Matt have whenever we play. And then Rob, you know. Oh, yeah. He's a drum machine. No, he know? is, He's bro. a dog. He bro. is. Group, group City down here, though, in the boot. Yeah. But I, I love writing with these dudes because everybody has really good chemistry and, and brings their own factor in the to how Go To Guru came out. We notice in a lot of other bands when they go into the studio that they'll just all be like, all right, what does the vocalist want to do? What does what does this person want to do? Like, oh, let's just let our frontman tell us what to do. And over here, I am super, super against that. Uh, the way we write is I literally tell them, throw me a riff. Yeah. <laughs> throw me a riff. And, me an idea. and we just, and we riff in it until we start just being like, oh, yeah, boy, that's the one. You know what I'm saying? If If we don't get like that, then we just keep going. And it's the same way whenever we... We do everything. We don't really, we'll suggest things to one another while it's happening, but we're never like, hey, bro, you, you need to do a breakdown right here. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I really like that about us. Um, and it's just everybody has full range in this band to really just be ourselves, stay whatever we want to say. Uh, and, you know, we just got full trust in each other, bro. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. You know, if one of us was to write a demo, you really don't even have to show the whole band. Like, we just pull up to the studio with it. We know it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. We know we're going to work on it. 100%. Which, uh, Go To Guru, we wrote that in six days, the whole entire album. Oh, yeah. The and whole... then we tracked the vocals the next six days, <laughs> which was pretty incredible. Yeah, we, we don't play when we get in the studio. Nah. I don't think we showed up with demos or anything to the hope the listener ain't thinking that because no. we... No, we actually didn't have demos for this at yeah, all. Yeah, we showed we up... We had Constricting the Animal that we wrote. That's it. And that was it. We showed up with three fat-ass bottles of Henny. Body bag music was the weed. first riff that popped out. So we wrote that in, what, four we hours? sat down. <laughs> all right, bet. I'm telling you, bro. Literally, our producer couldn't even, like, fathom what was going on in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was tweaked out. We were, too, though. We was on Shrooms and Hennessy <laughs> the whole fucking time. Nah, yeah, bro. You know we got to keep that third eye open. Yeah, bro. Oh, it was open. <laughs> The album sounds kind of hostile, but like there was nothing hostile about that Mm-mm. that trip at all. Man. Like we all have really good chemistry, and 
I don't know if we're just at that point where we still really bond or, you know, I don't know. Bro. <laughs> it, it was just, it was too easy, it seemed, nah, like, we at that time. We don't bicker at. Oh, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We really just be chilling. Everybody has, I mean, we, we, we adults here, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, swear, swear. And it's not a it's not a dick measuring contest when it comes to fucking bro, I swear. who writes what or. And in our house, I'm sure to the listener, probably with the, the you know, the way that we are and where we're from, people probably think that's how it is. But like in this band, it's just really not like that no, at all. Not, Most of the time, we was like we was jamming. We wake up in the morning, jam Michael Jackson or Prince or Thundercat or something like that. Bro. Hey, we I just swear, vibe, bro. I swear, bro. The whole time we really, we really ain't listening to metal once. <laughs> no. That's that's the last thing you want to do when you're going to write a metal record. Yeah, is listen to yeah. metal for at least, at least our house vibes. You no, know. You don't want to- have any ideas put in your head from anybody at all because because we're so unorthodox bro that i feel like if we tried that because i feel like that's the only song that i feel was like okay we gotta really think was instincts because it's just such a we were we you know we wanted to make something that was a, a little bit more i guess digestible yeah you know a little bit more of a vibe because a lot of our music is just very you know crazy yeah, we're we, we put our personalities on full display we do not care just like the body bag opening riff that's a bold riff yeah, riffs <laughs> you know transitions get really like unhinged no they do like they're like did they just really do that 2005 ass intro <laughs> yeah. and make it fire <laughs> and it's like yeah because it's on a big ass a string yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's that was the only song Instincts just took us what like a day and a half. Yeah, and, and then, a, a shout out to Maddie for that one because swear. I didn't even write that song. Like I just let Maddie do his thing. He's more like the the dude that's like I'm about to body these fucking clean cool. No, yeah, I'm about to give yeah. you this serenade. The, the only thing that I pitched to him was like put a breakdown, like an idea. Oh yeah, breakdown. Oh, you could tell. But he just put, he went hard on that one, bro. Like he did, bro. Maddie is a dope. Same with yeah. uh that last little groove section in Ride. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for That's sure. Crazy man, Ride. That yeah. song don't even belong on there. It really don't, but, man. It really don't. And we we did that just to let people know, just so that way if there was any doubt in their system oh, yeah, of like. For sure. Oh, the metal is just, that's just their strong suit. Like, no, we literally could do anything. If we decide to go do a Neo Soul album, it's we hitting charts. It. We got it. We got the band to do it, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We even got the grunge song, Constricting. Yeah. It just don't stop. And then I really feel like Instinct's low-key a club, Bob. Like, you could play that in the club. Oh, yeah, no, nah, for sure. Females getting down to that. Like, it's, it's happening. That's our Octane song. That was really the goal when we went right yeah, now. Yeah, we were like, hey, how can we, how can we pull out our <laughs> bad omens and... Make people happy that we that we can do that. Because yeah. <laughs> I know I know people are like, bro, are they just gonna keep do- <laughs> they yeah. still crazy. And we were like, look, look, we can do it. We just don't want to. Right. <laughs> really, the whole album is like you know a movie soundtrack. It that is. was really the vibe we was going with. Is you know, it's not right. everything's gonna be the same, but it fits that vibe of the movie. Yeah, like and that's kind of that's kind of really the approach to like what would Matrix do? Like what yeah, would the yeah, Matrix yeah. soundtrack yeah. cyberpunk for real? <laughs> What would the soundtrack to that be? What would Ghetto Star Wars? Yeah, you know, yeah. Ghetto Star Wars, bro. That's it. That's really the vibe. In a really humble way, the big, the one thing we went into the studio and then like weeks before going in the studio was Grammy. Like, was that, <laughs> like literally, that was the word we kept saying. Like, we have to have Grammy on our mind, regardless if we attempt to, to even try and get to that level or not. Like, swear. It has to be that in our eyes. Swear. I'm trying to pull a Ollie Sykes. Remember how he went to that little war show, stepped all over them tables? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm for trying sure. to do that. Light up a fat ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I really, I really feel like uh, the another constant theme that I had in my head for like just a lot of the rap sections and just the production was like Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. I think I said that four hundred times in there. I was like, yo. Yo, this beat, <laughs> Tokyo oh, Drift. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go spin the cat right now. Mine was like, what would 04 Kid and me want to hear? You know what I'm... No, really, though. That's, like, what, that's really what I was... This thinking. album is everything I've been waiting for metal to do, and just no one has got, like, hit it on the head yet. And I'm like, hey, look, finally some raunchy ass, but also can be civilized and sad <laughs> rap metal. But, you know, just rap... I really don't even know what to call us. Really, our genre, for you know the listeners that's wondering, please don't call us rap metal. Call us new trap. That's what yeah. we're going to go by. New trap, you know, because it's new metal, but it's trap at the it's same super time. It's trap. It's definitely, all the beats is trap. This isn't oh, yeah. really necessarily rap beats. This is trap beats. Yeah, sure. all the time, bro. And we, we just feel, you know, rap metal is one thing, but we are like a completely different animal, a whole new beast, uh, you know, and they got some people that's really doing it dope right now. They got, they have people that that do cool rap metal. I'm not dropping names, but they got some cool people that do it. But with us, like if you just compare the latter, you know what I mean? Like even when we get around some of these people, there is a difference. Folk can feel it in the fabric of our being that we are the real thing. So we actually, we don't do demos. We, uh... We're really a, a in-house writing group. Like we like to get in, and then this is the vibe. We'll bring vibe. Like we we might have like a few riffs and not like in our minds and stuff, but it's really on the spot writing. That's what I feel. Full experience band. Because you know? if you have, if, I feel personally, if you have a demo that's already like really structured well, like let's just say I wrote one, and then I brought it in, and then. You know, I present it to Maddie and everybody else. You know, some people might have ideas that I'm like, no, I really, I really want to go with this. You, you put some, you Tunnel plant, vision. yeah, you plant something in your head where it's like, this is how it has to be. Hundred percent, right? And when you're on the fly, right, with people, it's just it feels more like genuine to do that. For because you could just be like, okay, we're gonna do this. Many examples of that being like body bag music. You, you got that intro riff, and then out of nowhere, there's just like a fucking beat, and that was literally like. The song just started to rise. It felt like it was going somewhere, and we were literally like, "Put a beat, <laughs> put a beat." But if we shit, if we were at home, we probably wouldn't have did that. We probably would have been like, "Okay, well, let's do it like this," because we're not gonna be able to, you know, recreate it the way that we're envisioning in our head. But when we're in there with, you know, a producer that's, you know, a goat that really knows what oh, we yeah. want, he's just like, "Okay, boom, here we go." I know exactly what you, you know, he already knows what to expect. Like we just. We think on the fly, and we just are like, let's be outlandish as possible. Yeah. But, you know, in the best way. like writing with, a, with the group. Swear, you know bro. It's way better. opinions. You know, I feel like writing by yourself leads to, like, blocks. Yeah, you know? writer's block. Yeah. Louisiana is a real different place. Florida might get on the news, but we don't get on the news because it's it's regular. <laughs> yeah, it's tough being from Louisiana. Nah, yeah, really. bro, it really is. You don't make it out. You do not make it out. So. You either die by twenty five or you get yeah. stuck here. Just to be at the point that we're at right now is like it's humbling. Oh yeah, That's I'm telling you, I ain't even believe it when Unified was trying to sign us. Oh yeah, me neither. Until like, they somebody... dropped, I was in the studio still like, yeah, we not really signed or nothing yet, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe it sometimes. No, yeah, no, nah, for sure. It's crazy. Crawfish, Mardi Gras, <laughs> daiquiris. 
<laughs> yeah, nah, it's it's wild, bro. Being like from Louisiana, um, because I feel like other people on the outside looking in really think that that's really you know what I'm saying all it is is Mardi Gras and swamp, and I'm like it's way deeper than that. Because even though it's wild down here, like there is like a heavy sense of community, like because we all just like in body bag music towards the end where I say like we all just caught up in the shit like down here that's the real truth you surround no matter where you at you could be in a big fancy house and problems could be on the next street over like oh yeah you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, they could come to you I mean the weather and the whole state's really out to get you down here the heat crazy the weather crazy you know, powers be cutting off randomly depending on where you at. You might not have phone service in certain parts. Yeah, no, like the whole state just, I don't know. The, it's, it's a real wild little place. The individuals down here are way different than they are anywhere else. But, you know, we we all we all here together, bro. And I, I think that's why we able to pers- persevere through anything like be really thrown. I love, I, I love the culture down here. Oh, bro. yeah. Like everybody's together. Nobody sees color down here except at for green. All, bro. Everybody sees money. That's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's really like the big thing people don't get about Louisiana. People really be thinking it's racist down here, but it's not. Like down here, everybody fuck with everybody. We all oh, yeah. Creole, Cajun, bro, everybody together. Everybody, bro. It really, it really don't matter. And that's that's the main thing is because Creole folk really black folk. Yeah. You know, so it's like you can't be from Louisiana. And not like black folk because that's literally the culture. Like that it, is the culture. It is the culture. And you know, like it just is what it is. Our white people is crazy. We love them. They <laughs> they be jigging and everything. You know what I'm saying? You they got white folk down here that'll have you questioning if they was painted the wrong color. <laughs> I'll tell you, they hit you with that. In my life, I had to fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, white folk. But at I the love same it, bro. time. I hate it. Yeah, because at the same time... Politically, I hate Louisiana so fucking much, bro. Yeah, we politically fucked up. Bad. And then, you know, with that comes just a lot of... A whole lot of tensions that do be down here. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I feel like Louisiana has just, like, separated itself from the rest of the United States. And they just is like, hey, we're going to do our thing. Y'all do y'all thing. Even if it's right, we're not going to believe it. <laughs> basically, that's basically how it operates. You know, but it's all right though. It's all right. It um, but it 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 definitely means a lot for us to be able to be signed to UNFD now, like a real prominent label that's respected. Uh, you know, I feel like that's dope that we got to this point, just cause like bands for one don't make it out. They've had we got Kane Hill, that's our boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got but, acid bad. You know, acid bad. You know, we get, they they got a couple folk that's. That's popped out of here, 12 stones, you yeah. know, but in terms of like where I feel we taking it and where we going, we the first, you know what I'm saying? And then we also the first that's really giving real Louisiana, not, hey, y'all, you know, we're going to just talk about the voodoo and yeah. that side. And I think that, you know, Cane Hill reigns over that. But I feel everybody tries to emulate that, and they're oh, yeah. and I feel the like local scene for sure. Yeah, like everybody tries to follow scene. it. Everybody's trying to follow Kane Hill with it. They are the voodoo shit, and it's like Kane Hill has crafted that as that's their, their blueprint. Thing. Yeah, that's their blueprint. That's their thing, and I feel that they tell the tale of the creepy side of Louisiana, right? But when it comes to us, we 
are letting y'all in on the real Louisiana. Yeah. Like you go outside, walk up the street, you gonna you gonna be thinking about some, if you got our house lyrics in your mind, just take a look around. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, oh, okay, never mind. Like this is actually pretty accurate. And uh, you know, like it's it's just cool to be able to to be the next people to really be able to put on because you know, I got. I look up to Suicide Boys and they whole blueprint, the way that they did it. They, you know, they've they've still stayed so true to their sound. They never have ever tried to like be something they not, make something that they not. And I feel like with us, that is like something that's super super crucial. Is no matter who's telling us like, hey, you need to write a radio song or oh, you need to. This would be good because. All the 40-year-old dads in their F-250s driving down Highway 90 is going to be like, yeah, bro, I fucking love our house. And we're just like, that's not, we don't care. Like, we, Dale's people are still going to like us no matter what we do because of who our influences are, what we grew up on. We grew up on some metalcore, but we wasn't bumping metalcore. Nah, you know, we was not. bumping new metal, Chevelle, Limp Biscuit, oh, yeah. Super new Head metal, PE, bro. like all of that. Spine Shank, like you name it, oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up on all of that, and we was way too young for it. Every because that was the generation, two generations before us, damn near. They was all on that, and then you know our generation had Woe Is Me. And everything and like all of that was cool. I couldn't get with that. You know, and like it was cool, but like for us, I just feel like new metal felt so much less uh scripted. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with new metal. New metal genuine as hell. Genuine as fuck. They don't care if that shit even sound good. They, yeah. There's some corn songs where I'm like, ain't no fucking way that they walked out the soul, studio bro. with this and was like, yeah, that's a bop. Yeah. But at the same time, that's what make it special and that's really what make it to me a bop. And I'm like, yeah, I like this. You know, they, they weren't scared to say who they was, do what they was, be who they are. Yeah. Limp Bizkit was literally had Bentleys in their music videos and Lamborghinis. Hell yeah. <laughs> so what really got me into metal is I feel like I had already been on Linkin Park and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I was already on that. I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, I was waking up watching Fuse and shit. But also, you know, I feel like at the, the time frame and whatnot that we grew up, like young People like us wasn't really listening to that, especially all right, but we was like eight years old. Yeah, yeah. Nine years old. <laughs> I feel like uh, you know, a lot of people wasn't really listening to that, but I had it just in the back of my head and I just liked it. And I remember, you know, my parents was never really home because they was always working. So I was generally me and my sis was generally home alone 24-7. And um we had this babysitter. Which, crazy enough, I found out recently is Maddie's cousin, dog. Whoa. So it was, you know, Maddie's cousin, Maddie from the band, y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The guitars. Our guitars, man. Yeah. Like, so it was, ends up being his cousin, apparently. But her name, Kristen, and she was babysitting us for a little while just because, and really, you know, babysitting is a very loosely defined term. Down here, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Really, a babysitter down here is just somebody that's to making sure you don't burn the crib down. Like, <laughs> be back before too late. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I remember she was 
all into like Rob Zombie, Under Oath. She was into all of that. Devil Wears Prada. And I remember riding with her one time and she was like, yo, sorry about my music taste. Because she had a friend with her. And she was like, but you know, this is what we listen to. And she put it on and I was like, I remember it was Dragula by Rob Zombie. And I was like, hey. That's that shit. Uh-huh. That's I was that like, shit. hold up. I ain't even of age, but I need a 40 ounce right now. <laughs> and let me drive. Yeah, <laughs> But, uh... So yeah, I feel like after that, and then she would, you know, after I was like, okay, well, that's actually kind of cool. And went to, we, you know, from her being at the house and her putting on the TV, she would put on like Under Oath and she would have like the music choice. You know, they used to have that like on channel 9,640. <laughs> it would just be. All the way at the end. Yeah, all the way at the, the end. Channel. But it was music choice metal. And she used to play all of that shit. And I was like, yo, I actually vibed this. And I think I think it was the first time I ever realized like I could scream because I remember I wanted to because you know when you're a kid you like you like man I want to scream you start doing that whisper scream that just sound horrible and then oh, you're yeah. like wow I'm discouraged like this is ugly yeah. <laughs> I ain't never gonna do That's that. That's why I never started. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I went to uh, uh, I can't remember, bro. I think it was a We Came as Roman show, bro. And I remember. I think it was a mix of anxiety and just like, yo, he put the mic in my face. I'm still a kid. And I just (laughs) (laughs) scream right back into that mic. And I was like, wait, that felt right. And that's when I realized like, oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I could, maybe I could figure it out. But I spent months trying to figure it out after that. And that's why we got good. And then months later, we started a band called Ship the Shore. Yeah, I swear. Melodic hardcore. Melodic hardcore. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was what was hot in the scene, bro. Yeah, people wouldn't even believe that. And we was like 14, so. Yeah, we was playing super heavy Ghost Inside music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Parkway Drive, Ghost Park Inside, Drive. bro. Yeah, that shit was hard. Billy was on his shit back in the day, too. 14. No, yeah, I was, though. Don't let people fool you. I was like 15 getting down. Getting down. 14, 15, 13, going to town.
I remember a lot of like bands that we tried to open up for because obviously bands were like grown dudes at the time. Remember they used to get so butthurt because they used to be like, "How this kid better than me?" And his dad had to come drop him off. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and we was head- we was headlining at like local venues. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we old ass bands was playing for us. Because yeah, all the high schoolers and you know, or not high schoolers, really junior high, <laughs> yeah. junior high. All the junior high people was all in there, and then you know. Even the high schoolers and everybody, like, we just, people pulled out for us because I feel like it was just, at the time, like, in Louisiana, people, you know, they, they got this feeling of, like, oh, I can't do it. I, I'd never be able to do that. And I feel like when they see somebody close to them, like, doing it. Oh, yeah. Which is why, another reason why I feel our house is just popping and pop so quick down here is because folk was like, okay, someone actually trying to. Do something to think. you know what I mean? Actually doing something, not just playing copycat. I just uh yeah, man, it's it's wild that was got to hear and really I feel like that's what made this so easy to do is from the past of us getting our feet wet with it and just being like what really made us quit was we just ain't financially could afford it because we ain't have jobs. Yeah, we was, couldn't we even was, get hired. We were stealing my mom minivan. I remember taking your mom's minivan. That's so wild, bro. Remember when we fucking huffed hella air duster and shit? Lord, bro. That's why my brain's smooth now. I'm telling you, bro. Smooth Swiss cheese. And then you disappeared, bro. And then you got into the rabble world. Yeah, bro. I had to. I had to disappear. I felt like I was just, you know, all my homies, uh, you know, there's some off-camera things that happened. You know what I'm saying? Some oh, yeah. life changes that developed. And a bunch of my homies just started going to jail, and I felt like, or, or just really bad off on dope, and I felt like, okay, I'm about to fall into that cycle. It's happening. I'm about to fall into the Louisiana curse, or the home of New Orleans curse, really. And um, yeah, I literally packed my bags, bro. My homie stayed in Lafayette, and I remember I packed my bags at like three, in the, three o'clock in the morning, and I was like, I'm dipping, bro, and I'm turning my phone off. I'm getting a new line. I'm deleting oh, yeah. all my socials, and I'm just gonna get right. I know that feeling, bro. And that's that's just what had to it's happen. A tough life, man. I had to drop out in eleventh grade because I was getting caught up in dope so bad at school. Bro, bro. remember you, bro? In what eighth grade? I think Not, it, was. it was ninth, ninth grade. Yeah, ninth. Bro, grade. we sitting in class talking, and you straight up go. Hey, bro, I think I'm going to jail today. Two minutes later, knock, knock, knock. knock. Door, hit the police. Hey, uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My boy got up so quick. That was crazy. Yeah, that was bad. Somebody ratted me out selling pills in ninth grade. No, and see, that's that's really what you know. What I'm saying, y'all listeners need to understand. Is like I know that this is going like all this probably sound insane, but it's like ninth grade, like down here, yeah, like folk got guns in school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like literally, one of my homeboys had a trunk full of straps, and the dogs was all checking it. Popped his trunk, boom, just like that. Boy had cage, shotguns, man. everything. That was, that was a weekly thing, bro. You know, there was this time, brother, with this kid. He brought like, I think it was like $400, $500 to school. And $400 to $500 is like. Oh, no, I remember. I was there. That was, that was in fucking high school. Yeah, they jumped H- his ass. Fucking, HL, yeah. yeah. Bro, they eight people the jumped this dude for like four or five. That bitch in a coma, bro. In that a coma, braces sticking through yeah, his shit. shit like, it was, like, it was just wild. And like, I feel like you just. There's just so much trauma. We sit here for two hours and talk about two hours, and then folk would be like, "Wow, like them dudes really need to go to therapy." Like, I can't believe they really lived through all this. Like, they need help. Our house is my therapy, but for real. So, really, the way I got started, my dad was really more of a country guy. My mom was R and B, hip hop, you know, in the Michael Jackson era, and uh, 
the Prince and all that. My dad was on Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, you know what I'm saying? Which I I still respect. I I love country music, bro. And he he also was a metalhead. He got me on Pantera. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Metallica. Oh, yeah. He got me on the the old head shit. I had to discover grunge. When I first discovered grunge, bro, like, I felt like that was... Oh, yeah. That was my thing, bro. Alice in Chains was like... It changed me as a child. No, for real. I remember you always Oh, yeah. But my my first, like, when I really wanted to be a musician, I was in FYE. The one that was about a blockbuster in home. Bro, the home blockbuster. Yeah, blockbuster. That's crazy. Uh, I put on, they had like these little CD things you could listen to. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And they had, they had, Creed had my own Bucky prison. Yeah, headphones. Creed had my own prison album. And I was like, man, let me check this out, man. The dude was, he was in the corner like that. <laughs> his shirt off. I was like, that shit look cool as hell. So yeah, I popped that in there and I was like, Mark Hermione. Oh, yeah. Is my idol, bro. He been my idol ever since then. Really and truly, bro. Creed's what got me on it. And after that, bro, I've been like super on like post-grunge, the new metal era stuff. And mm-hmm. Now, that really has always been you. But I, I will always give it to Creed, bro. Like that that was my best experience with music was walking into FYE and finding that. Bro, those headphones, dog. That's oh, so yeah. crazy. That you, well, that you could peep probably, out an album? Yeah, yeah, before you buy it? Yeah. That bro, that's that crazy. Before streaming, huh? Yeah. Before <laughs> streaming. Posts are, yeah, pre-streaming. Yeah, and then I got my first guitar. Oh, what was it? It was in two thousand five. It was the. It was like literally the Christmas after Don Bag got shot, and uh, I remember seeing him in the paper. And my uncle's a musician, so he really he really put me on with guitar, and he helped my parents give me a guitar and all that shit. But yeah, bro, the Don ba- the Don Bag situation the really too, really bro. uh. Really kind of molded. Oh, yeah, my uncle, a dog, bro. Dog, bro. He's one of the most talented musicians I've ever seen. Like, and then he belongs in the industry, but he's just. I'm just chilling. Ain't that crazy? I've always like, bro, he's, just he's chilling, so bro. good. He used to teach, bro. I remember when we used to go over there, Jam, he had you shredding Written in that motherfucker. I think that's why you can control it now, though, with the way you write. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like it's easy for the you. The way I write, bro, I like. I simplify a lot, like, Mashuga. With Mark Tremonti, like from Creed or mm-hmm. Alderbridge, just Tremonti in general. And that's that's really my style. Anything that's groovy, oh, that's- bro, like anything that you take <laughs> from like neo soul music, like the grooves, and you put it with metal, like Mashuga. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's undefeated. That's, in my, so wild that's my opinion. You say that. I bet people are like, Mashuga and Creed. Mashuga and Creed, bro. <laughs> that's, that's literally my riff. Like, <laughs> it really is. That's how I write, bro. <laughs> Just in a low ass fucking tuner. Big guitar. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Some bridge cable. Yeah. Bridge cables, man, from the uh, San Francisco Bridge. Mm-hmm. Bring up the guitar with that. One thing that helped this be. A little bit more locked in is because for some years there, I completely exiled from metal. Not completely, but I I didn't listen to anything that was screaming like talk about. And I was really a rapper. I had popped on SoundCloud and I was really just focusing on rap. I really just wanted to be a full on rapper. And I feel like that, you know, that happening, being around a lot of artists like Xavier Wolf, Lil Peep, Lil Tracy, you know, I don't know, Jeffrey just... The list goes on, but be, I feel like being around the alternative side of the rap scene and, you know, uh, even a lot of artists before they blew, like, you know, Smoke Perp, Larry June, a lot of those type of guys. I feel like just being around all of that helped me have a more wider, a, 
ability to like now that we're doing it with metal that I'm like okay well now I can kind of experiment with different soundscapes and I feel like I didn't get trapped into like I can only rap on this type of beat or this type of music and I feel like it helps me with how crazy y'all tempo changes are and how wild y'all can be and how you know you could be like look we're gonna do this slow tempo we we could do this super change the time signature up five four. You know what I mean? Which is kind of crazy that he can even rap over a five four time. <laughs> that shit blows my mind how he can keep up with that. And That's it's insane. I, and I feel like me just having because the way I am is you know I the hour house stuff you know I only write hour house music when we're in the studio and I'm always rapping at the crib. I'm always writing to yeah. different type of beats. So once we in the studio. Honestly, the rap is so secondhand nature, and I have so many influences from beats and and just different productions that I've been listening to that when we get in there, I have like so much stuff that we're not ever even gonna be able to use it, and oh, yeah. and it helps us just be like, okay, well, let's make sure we're picking the absolute top of the top production over all of this. A thousand percent. You know, we're real patient in the studio. We'll sit in there for two hours and just listen to beats. Making beats. Make, Shout out well, yeah. That man can speed run the fuck out some beats. Bro. He really can, though. Dolly's, Dolly's be, be listening to us and be pushing them beats out exactly how we want it. We tell him how we want it, and he just is like, there you go. Yeah, he, I feel like he super studies us, bro. <laughs> no, he and does. Like, as soon as we get in there, he's like, I already know what the fuck y'all like. Uh huh. Nah, he really does, bro. And I feel like he probably sees it from following us on socials or just, you know. Really, because you just hang around us and you're gonna figure out what's up. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna figure, figure out what out. we're listening to. Yeah. <laughs> Not for sure. I had to take a break too from music, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember you did, bro. Yeah, you I just... sold, I had literally sold all my shit, started a family. I got three kids now and all that. Whenever I had my first daughter, uh, I was like, shit, bro, I'm gonna get my stuff back. So I had bought a guitar. I, it was actually a PRS, which was a six string. Ooh, I remember the I remember the PRS. Yeah, man. I brought the six string. I got my cab back. I had got my head back, and then uh, like shit, man, Millie, what you want to do, bro? You want to do something? Whenever we started talking and discussing about the style of music we want to do, and kind of kind of getting on that, I was like, Psh, need a seven string now. Yeah, but like before that, before our house, bro. I spent like four years without playing music. But you was getting right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like for us to be able to do this successfully like we're doing, we both had to just take the time to just get right. Bro, bro it, was, it, was, uh, it was very natural to like get back into writing. Mm-hmm. Bro. I feel like the time off, I almost like got better. No, yeah. Like it just... Yearn for That's what more. I needed, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you approached me at the right time because I was... I had finished, you know, basically not got burnt out from the rap, but I mean, I was... Every week doing something, trying to link up somewhere. And I felt like, you know, I was just running at my tail's end of what I was going to be able to do by myself. And it's so much harder to lock in with, you know, rap industry A&Rs and, and people like that. So I think I took some time off to really go meet PNR, PRs and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it was like a year and a half. And that's when you reached out. And I was like, you know, what if we combine this? You know, I feel like it's destiny. All that shit happened, bro. No, it is. It is, bro. Right place, right time. Right place, right, right mindset. Time. Not for real. It definitely makes me excited for like the future and also being on a label where I feel a lot of bands that like I really fuck with, especially Moo Ring. You know what I'm saying? Got to put I that out there. Bro, Moo Ring, gas. So, so, so.
me and you really like loving new metal, bro. I feel like they don't the like they one of the bands out there that's like us. I feel like they pushing new metal where it needs to be versus oh, yeah. just trying to keep repeating the yeah. same process, which is what I feel everybody does. You know, they're just like, oh, they're, I'm going to make a Deftone song. I'm going to make, you know, a Limp Biscuit song. With us, we're like, let's make an Our House song. And with Moo Ring, it feels like they just have that real new metal not give a fuck to them where they're just yeah. like, hey, bro. They have the new metal vibe, but they're, they're bending the sound far beyond. Exactly. Because that, that's what new metal is, is literally... Taking what's been done and pissing off the old people that oh, liked yeah. it first, and then being like, "All right, it's for the new kids now." Like, yeah, bro, this the new gen. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's why I body bag music hook, bro. I had to let them know, you know, do it for the new gen. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bring that bounce, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's cool being on Unified, man. They got. I feel like. I feel like we on a the team. I feel like Unified's roster is just a lot more forward thinking than the other other labels because literally almost every label reached out to us, bro. I mean, it's you know well, we turned all of them down just because of the freedom that Unified yeah, offers. For a while, we was like, man, fuck a label, bro. No, we really for were a while, though. We was on that. We we didn't even want a label just because we financially straight, so we can like fund it. Yeah, yeah. But sure. with Unified, it's like they made us see. How being on a label ain't always bad. You know what I'm saying? Or like really the only people I find that make being on a label bad are the folk who like just don't do what they're supposed to do when you're on the label. And they're like, damn, why I'm not like blowing up? (laughs) I'm supposed to be famous. I just signed. Like what? Label knows what they're doing. You know, the label know what they're doing. And we we just trust in the process with them. I feel like they were the most genuine people that reached out. Everybody else just looked at us like, yep, y'all are going to be the biggest rap metal band ever. Falling in Reverse is doing great. And y'all are better than that. So maybe, <laughs> maybe this can be our money ticket too. But Unify was like, hey, you know, y'all got a lot of work, but we can do it. You know, yeah, it was like, hey, it's you know, yeah. y'all is a tough cookie to digest, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do it. And they just, they just way more of a genuine label. They keep in contact. Um, they kept in, they made sure to keep in contact the whole time oh, yeah. throughout this process. And they still keep in contact. Every day. I think well, I not hear. even for business purposes. Like it's oh yeah, just, just like, checking up, yeah. just checking up. I know, and I feel like that's I the cool that. thing about them is I look at them more like homies. Yeah. It's a fam- like, it's a family thing, bro. Yeah, it really feels like a family bro. Thing. Not like not like we got some suits that are just like, hey, bro. Yeah, I ain't really fuck with that song. Yeah. Really, oh, this happened to you? I don't really care, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Unify's just not like that. I feel like they've gathered a really dope label, uh, Void of Vision. This is super sick. Uh, Ocean Grove, uh, you know, obviously Mootering. And I have to give it to Invent Animate too. Even though oh, Invent Animate, pro- bro, yeah. And definitely. I don't even like Metalcore, y'all. Like, let no, that But they be, be riffing. They be like, they cutting be up. Riffing. Bro, so they anytime do. I hear riffs like that, I'm they like, they do. Yeah. 
I'm like, hey, bro, I don't even like peaceful music, like the whole happy thing. Like, I'm like, hey, I like ignorant shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with them, I'm like, hey, let me crack an incense real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let me pour me up a little hot tea. You know what I'm saying? A little matcha blend or something. Put me on a little, uh, you know, a cream colored suit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking hey, with I this. Fuck with you know, it. like soft boy era. And uh, I like it, bro. It's I like Solid it a planet, lot. too. Huh? Solid planet, too, huh? Yeah, I like Silent Planet oh, too. Oh yeah, really do, but yeah, they got the riffs too, bro. But I just, you know, I feel like Unifies, uh, Unifies label, bro, is just, it's just crazy. It's crazy, and it's it's a it's cool to be a part of it. The the bands that have left, you know, and oh yeah, that they still you know work with. Yeah, it's cool, bro. I'm I'm hyped that we're here. It's low key a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? It is a dream come true for a newer label too. That's another thing I like about them. They're they're newer. They they just they think outside the box. Everyone they have is like game changer. Game changer, bro. Right. Risk takers. Yeah, risk takers. That's what I like. I like risk takers, man. Everybody else likes to play it safe. Unifies like, hey, you know what? Let's ruffle some feathers. Let's yeah. let's see what happens. You know and. You know, we had pre- literally the the day we announced, we had their social media going crazy. I know they were like, "Oh, we gotta delete some of this. What's going on?" <laughs> it's wild. Man, I love to hate though, bro. No, you got you're to, doing bro. something right when people. You hate got them. to, bro. And and it, I feel like now it just makes total sense because, like, you know, every single we on the radio and not just you know what I'm saying regular radio. We on it. <laughs> All our heavy shit. And the heavy stuff, like, literally people was like, bro, there's no way we're, this heavy shit's going to bump on the radio. And, wow, here it is. Boom. And we rapping. <laughs> and it's rap. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, a whole lot's going on. I feel like I feel like Do It Like was that, that, that tone setter where they was like, all right, these balls is coming in here. Right, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what actually is this? No, like, what's really going on here? You know, I've heard of some other bands, but I ain't never heard this. That was an unorthodox song, too. For real. To be a first single, mm-hmm. drop with the label. Mm-hmm. They say, is he talking about crime? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> he he went a <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we wrap up, one more thing is I want to give a major, major shout out to our boy Jose Manguin of uh, Sirius XM Liquid Metal. We are going to have the link up, and we're going to have this talk face-to-face. For real, though. Love you, Jose. Love you, my dog. Last thing, bro, y'all just go check out our new album, Go To Guru. It's out now across all streaming platforms and anywhere you can listen to music. We just dropped another video not too long ago as well for Six Flow. Tell Drake that, you know what I'm saying, I bodied it. He needs to just go ahead and shout it out and just, you know, jump on a song. That's all I'm saying. Champagne Poppy, what's up, bro? Come on. I'm through. But y'all check out the tape, bruh. Everything on there is crazy. We got some skits on there. Y'all don't be scared about the first one. If you ain't heard it yet, just, you know, make sure you're not driving, I guess. <laughs> but we appreciate all the love and support from everybody. Um, the album is, you know, to us a milestone. This is our first album ever where we really took the time to craft a vision and some songs out that we feel really tell the tale of who we are as individuals and let y'all know who Our House really is. Much love, for real. For real, man. But this is Millie and Nico. We signing out. Y'all tap in with us on social medias. And uh, you can follow us at at Our House Band everywhere. Y'all tap on in, bro. Appreciate y'all. Later. This is a Darkside Media production, edited by Giles Bitter and produced by Tom Dark. Follow UNFD on socials at UNFD Central or visit us at unfdcentral.com.